and here's the deal like if if you are not in my opinion if the intensity of your obsession doesn't match like what you want to do then you're in the wrong your thing. your passion if it doesn't yeah. match your passion you shouldn't do it What is up, Portsmouth? You are listening to the Glock and Doc Audio Encounter. My name is Sadie Patchen, and I'm sitting here with, once again, Dale Dale King. Benitas. <laughs> and our translator, Monica Saw, Haley, Barbie Tits, and Cynthia Hay. So if you hear some new voices today on the episode... From way down south on the southernmost couch, you got Haley, and then right behind me is Cindy. So, today we are going to be doing another um, question and answers episode. We've been getting some emails shot over to us, some messages on Facebook, things like that, um, with questions about um, just business in general. And we have one specific one about the gym. So, take it away, Dale. Yes. First of all, how... uh how is your intestines feeling after the run last week? Everything good? They're all healed up. All healed up? Thank you. Good to go. Good to go. So, uh... Yeah, we should actually brief right. how the run went. Yeah. Because who came, who came in first? Well, there's a reason you came in first, <laughs> apparently. When you got a little dookie coming, it makes, makes the horsepower rev up. I'm just... Naturally fast. I'm a runner. You are fast. <laughs> um, I am not a runner. Shout out to shout out to my boy Rob Jones for just smoking everyone. Killing it. Uh, at that time, he was on his seventh or eighth marathon on his thirty first uh, quest for thirty one thirty one days. Um, we did get someone to drop um, a song in yeah, our comments. Right. That was awesome. Rob Zombie song. Yeah. Long story short, uh, he just smoked us yeah. to the point to where it was impossible for us to maintain pace. To keep up. To yeah. keep up. Um, Put it this way. there was It was in increments, seven mile, eight mile increments, and there was a 20 minute rest. He got back. About 15 minutes later, we <laughs> got back, and then they started again five minutes later. Yeah. And we just were like... There's no way we could go again. We would have had to turn around and go right again. He would have been on his next marathon by the time we we finished. Our third leg of eight yeah. miles. So actually, Mo and Haley, um, who are with us, like I said, did it with us. We all did it together, I should say. And it was an awesome experience. Not so much for my knees or my hips or my intestines. <laughs> But we were glad we did it. Yes. So here's a here's a free tip for you guys. Um, if you're wanting to have a warm-up and mobility protocol prior to running a marathon, 
First of all, I suggest you don't train at all for a marathon. Don't ride with Dale. <laughs> because um, here's what we did. We got there. We went to a gas station. I took a big poo. Oh, my gosh. And uh, met up with Rob and then went on a run. That was Literally, <laughs> we got out of the truck. I'm, like, rocking back and forth because I need some warm-up. I'm like, we're not just going to jump out of the truck and take off running for eight miles. Well, uh, guess what we did? I'm like, yes, we are. Yeah. <laughs> we jumped right out of the truck and took off running for eight miles. And the whole time I was mad at Dale. So... Yeah, that's pretty much it. So just make sure you build in enough time to take a poo at a gas station. Um, and then uh, get after it. Yeah. But no, seriously, Rob was so awesome. And I think he's on his way to Denver right now. And we've had some like Team SAR members meet up with him mm-hmm. on his journey. And and it's just been really cool to like watch him. So And he's been on like local news. If he's in your state, you might want to check out your, your local news station to see... Um, some interviews or anything like that that he might be doing because it's really, really cool. Yeah. He'll be, his last run will be on Veterans Day back in D.C. Yeah, that um, would be a cool one to go to. So you could definitely just go to robjonesjourney.com. You look at the schedule, see where he's at, and if he's, you know, we drove two hours mm-hmm. uh, to go do it with him. And it, listen, just do two miles. Do a mile. Yeah, he um, was so great. I mean, he there was no, like, I didn't feel any way, any judgment. Like, when we were like, listen, we, we can only, this is the most I've ever <laughs> ran in, right. in one time in my life. So, appreciate you, appreciate what you're doing, but. That's the update. That's the update. And if you need to run faster, just make sure you got to poop <laughs> your pants. That'll get you, that'll get you closer to the goal. That's the second tip. That one's for free as well. So we got a question. Uh, we got a question from hit to the inbox, and um, I'm going to leave the guy's name out of it. Uh, but he's, he's a friend of mine, um, and his question. Do you have friends? Facebook friends. Oh, okay. I wouldn't go as far as like actual real life friends, but okay. fa- plenty of Facebook friends. Oh yeah. Um, if quote if you could go back before opening a gym, would you have done anything different? I'm wanting to open one in four to seven years, and I have plenty of time to formulate a great idea and approach. I just want to know what it is I need to be thinking about this far out. So, yes, there's there's all kinds of stuff I would do do differently. Um, so here's here's kind of my advice, and then I'll um, touch in on how this pertains to the history of opening my own place up um, and we'll get some good insight from Mo because she's been there um, all along since since day one A1 since day one amen sister <laughs> um, so and th- this is coming from a guy I know who has a, a full time job as well um, so here's what you gotta do first thing is you gotta start studying so Um, You want to become obsessed with learning and becoming a master of your craft. Every spare moment, in this case, needs to be spent on, uh, and I'm pretty sure this guy wants to open a powerlifting gym, so um, read every single Louis Simmons book. Read everything you can get your hands of. Watch, you know, spend all your time on YouTube 
Um, every time you're in a car, it needs to be listening to some sort of podcast pertaining to um, fitness or powerlifting or c- cooking cupcakes or whatever it is that you're, mm-hmm. you're trying to do. I say that kind of applies to all businesses that you want to start. Um, and here's the deal. Like, if, if you are not, in my opinion, if the intensity of your obsession doesn't match, like, what you want to do, then you're in the wrong Your thing. Your passion. If it doesn't yeah. match your passion, you shouldn't do it. Um, so if you, like, if you're getting bored by looking at squat clips, um, Negative. you're in the wrong place. Um, so find that, and it's saying, you know, I know this cat, and he, he definitely, this is what he wants to do. Um, so everything needs to be spent on becoming a master of your craft. Um, that's the first thing. So, <clears throat> second thing is take advantage of your current work situation. Um, when I started, I was trying to, to climb the federal ladder and um, advance through promotion and blah, 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 blah and all that stuff. Um, so, what I would do is in all my f- free time, quote unquote free time at work, is I would spent dedicated that to the side gig that I wanted to do. In this case, it was it was CrossFit. So I would literally print out at this time. This was like 2010 to 2009. This is back when you still had PDFs back in the day. Um, so what's I would. A, what's a PDF? Really, just messaged in and wants to know what a PDF is. It's it's an actual hard copy. <laughs> now you can read it online, but in my case, what I would do is. Um, the CrossFit journals used to come out um, every month or something like that. So as soon as the hard copy PDF version of the journal would come out, I'd print that thing out, and that would at least get me through two or three dumps um, reading, oh the, reading the CrossFit journal <laughs> while I pooed. Um, and my poos are like That's 15 good. minutes. Good. So I will go to, like, my legs go numb. Oh, um, <laughs> As long as I've got... I feel sorry for anyone with the image of that going through their mind right now. Something to read. So the point being... (laughs) Become obsessed. Become obsessed and spend all your free time, even if you're at work doing that. Now, the next thing is you don't want to be a shitbag at your current job. Um, There's there's really only two ways. You can be a shitbag and just do the bare minimum to get paid um, while spending all your time... Um, wanting to open up your side gig or you could be the very best at your current job and I recommend trying to be the very best because that's going to make you work smarter and faster mm-hmm. than your co-workers and by doing that you, if a task takes your co-workers normally a half a day and you can bang it out in an hour then you have three hours to spend learning, reading, researching well, technically, you're still getting paid. I, I have a question. At the same time, were you going... Was this when you were going to Columbus and being trained? Yes. By the owner of Rogue? Yeah. Okay. Um, I would go. I would spend, uh, you know, one Saturday a month or whatever and get per, um, personally trained by, by Bill Henniger, the owner of Rogue, um, before it was big-time Rogue. Right. Um, so I would go and search um, other places, other, mm. things, other people who were masters in their field at the time. Um, so be really good at your current job 
and understand that don't hate the fact that you have to spend eight hours there when you really want to do something else. Um, mm -hmm. Understand that this is a short time bridge to get you where you need to go. So like, all right, sweet. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the best job I can do today. Any free time I get, I'm going to spend it working on my side hustle. And then you just need to know you're going to spend 18 to 20 hours a day really working, depending on where you're at in that. Um, and that's a part of it. Mm -hmm. um, because you, what you don't want to do, you'll hear people like, oh, just quit your job and go for it. Well, that's pretty fucking stupid mm -hmm. if you don't know, if you don't have at least uh, a mitigated risk yeah. that it's going to work. And how you're able to do that is by doing both. Right. You know, you only got to be eight, you only got to be at your job for eight hours. You have another eight hours of the day that you you know whether that's four hours, three or four hours before you go into work, mm -hmm. and you have three or four hours after work. So it doesn't just stop in your free time at work. Like basically is what mm -hmm. you're saying. Like eat and breathe at every waking moment that you have free. Yep. And um, when I first started out, like I had, I was lucky to have a client. Uh, Donna, right from the get-go, I would go, I would drive to the gym, at, I'd be there at 6, train her, is it at 5.30 or 6, I can't remember, train her for an hour, then I'd go into work, as soon as i get done at work at 4, I'd go, now I, my work time was like 20-30 minutes, mm -hmm. um, then I'd drive right back to the gym, work out, we'd work out before the 5.30 class, um, then do the 5.30 class. So by the time I actually got to go home at night, um, I'd already put in a 12-hour 12 mm -hmm. day. Now, as we added more classes, I got into it. And the thing was, like, I didn't, it made no difference. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I was so drained. Because mm -hmm, you was, were excited about I it. I was excited yeah. about it. I was, and we were building something and, and, uh, and truly excited about it. Another thing you can do, and this all really depends on what your current job is, um, but if you are going to open your own business, this is one thing I wish I had done different, mm -hmm. uh, because I work for the federal government, and the government's just like a, the biggest business there is. Unfortunately, it's the most inefficient business <laughs> there is, um, but I wish, if I could go back now, I would go talk to people in payroll. I would go talk to. Oh, I would go talk to people in budgeting. That's a good point. I would go talk to the. Pe I would go talk to all the people I thought were useless individuals in the organization. They um, play their part, yeah. But in all the stuff that I hated to do, because now when you open your own business, you've got to know all of that. So, you, you know, even if you, day one of your new business, like, yeah, you're not going to have to worry about hiring other people and payroll and, like, scheduling meetings and, and conducting work planning and all this, this crazy stuff. But I now can see having to work, like, uh, figure out. Because uh, one thing with Third and Court, with PSKC and Doc Spartan is, you know, where do employees fit in if they're all a shared cost? Mm -hmm. And we're at, at the site that I worked on, you had three or four different plants, mm -hmm. but then some were called shared site services, like the guys that would cut the lawns 
you know, it's not necessarily one company that pays for that person. Mm -hmm. It's a shared site service. And, and to me at the time, like I was in charge of, uh, I did counterintelligence and, uh, and security work. And I was like, I don't even, that to me, I don't really care about that whatsoever. I just want right. to be focused on my own little thing. But now I wish I'd gone back and like figured out how that, how that all worked. Um, yeah. So to sum that all up, pay attention to things that you may not necessarily think is important, but like, if I guarantee you, if you walked into an HR office where they do payroll and where they do taxes, uh, and you sat down with and said, "Hey, can you explain to me what your job is or like how this works?" That person is going to be like, "Oh my God, somebody actually." cares about what I do and like that wants is, me to teach them. Yeah, that's like, so funny because my sister's actually in HR and she was really stressed out when I was home visiting last week and she came in and was like ranting off about insurance and I was just like looking at her like I have no real interest in anything like that's all you and then she's great at her job you know but it was like man I can't believe like this is something that you're interested in. <laughs> Yeah, right. But, you know, it's good to know, I guess. Uh, and like I said, that all depends on what your, uh, what full-time job yeah. you have now. But, like, another thing you can do is what I did is, unfortunately, I worked for some pretty stupid people at my other job. Now, if you happen to be an old boss of mine and wondering if you're one of those stupid people, you aren't. Because <laughs> you're you. listening to the podcast, which means you have some relative IQ. But what I would do is I would keep a rolling list of lessons learned oh. at my um, old job. Like, things that I like, if I was in charge... I would not do this. I would not do this. I would not do this. Like, mm -hmm. this made me feel like shit. This made me feel stupid. And then I, I kept a sep separate document of things that I liked. Mm -hmm. So don't just sit there and hate the fact that you're going into a job that you don't like, that you feel is sucking your soul away. Mm -hmm. Okay? Understand that it's a one-year, two-year, possibly five-year thing that's going to ultimately get you to the bridge of where you need to go. If you want to open up your um, your full time gig, so that would be a big thing I would change. So now we've got our business open. Um, another thing I would change is you have to have a solid understanding of what you're trying to accomplish with your gym and business. When we opened up PSKC. All we were trying to do was just be able to pay rent. That was it. It was never uh, like, oh, I'm going to one day, like, this is going to be my full-time thing, and it's going to be so sweet, and um, this is what I want to do. As such, we never treated the gym as a business right from the get-go. And because of that, we made every single mistake mm -hmm. uh, there was as far as Payments, collecting payments, I mean, we we used to just, it was $5 a workout. Mm -hmm. And the whole $5 a workout thing came from, this was my business plan. So, my sweet 2010 business plan when I was talking to the lady who owned the warehouse, I printed off a picture of, of a Jim Jones gym 
which is like completely stark place in mm-hmm. Utah. I print off a picture just to show that all I needed was a warehouse. And she gave me some figures that she was going to charge for rent. And it was completely a failure-based model, meaning that I didn't want to sign a year lease mm-hmm. because I didn't, I didn't know if it was going to last that long. Mm-hmm. So I said, all right, well, she was saying it would be $600 a month. And I was like, well, how about this? Can we do $300 a month for the first six months? And if it's succeeding, then on month seven, I've got no problem paying the $600 a month because that means I've got enough revenue coming in. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, okay, well, what do I need? So basically, we only had five classes a week at the time, uh, Monday, Monday through Saturday, and we were off Thursday, Thursday or off Friday. We were off Friday. We didn't do classes on Friday. Anyway, whatever, it was five classes a week, and I knew that if I could at least get three to five people per class, Mm -hmm. it would pay for the rent. And I was like, I think I can do that. I think I can get, (laughs) you know, a total of 15 total visits a week. That'll give me 75 bucks a week. 75 times four is going to give me my 300. (laughs) Bam, bam. Bam. I mean, I'm going to start printing money at this point. Um but here's what didn't get factored in. How much was it going to cost for me to repay all the equipment I had purchased? Yeah. Uh, how much was it going to uh, cost to pay coaches who were coaching? Who, you know, you didn't get paid for how many years? Three. three. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> didn't get... Now, no one else got paid for three years either. Right. But. Yeah, but, you know... <laughs> I, you had your day job. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> um. So, how much are you going to pay their coaches? And here's another thing that no one else does is what are you building into your cost to pay yourself? Yeah. Because earlier we talked about, hey, find the one thing that really kind of sets you on fire that you want to spend all your time learning, listening, reading more about. But here's the thing. Whether that's six months, four years, that burns out mm-hmm. initially to the point to where you have to, you have to be compensated for what you're right. getting. Otherwise, you're, you just can't physically do it for free, um, and you're not a professional. If you don't pay yourself, you're not a professional in your field. And if you don't build that into your cost in this case, build it into your memberships, then it's, it will not will not last. Right. Um, so, if I could go back, I would. I would now. Granted, like I said, it wasn't supposed to be this thing that would turn into. Well, fortunately, what it has seven years later, to where you know it's my full time job. Mm-hmm. It's four or five other people's full time job. Right. Um, and it's you know it's done it's done a lot of cool things for a lot of people. So factor in those costs. And this is honestly this was a the first time uh, another conversation I had with Bill three or four years down the road. He was like, I'd never read a business book either. Mm-hmm. Uh, spent all my time reading 
five three one books and reading CrossFit journals and yeah. trying to figure out like CrossFit. I be- want to become a master at mm-hmm. my craft. Well, then at a certain point, you have to become a master of business as well, because if you're this biggest, brightest, uh, brightest shining light in the world, but you don't have enough money to keep your fucking lights on, mm-hmm. who are you going to service? No one. Right. Because you weren't smart enough to figure out how to run a successful business that would help other people. So, you know, Jason Kalipa has a good quote where he's like, how many great coaches do you know? So just think about the greatest coaches you've ever uh, heard of. Okay. Now, how many great business people do you know? So think about that. Now, how many do both? So out of all the great coaches and out of all the great business people, how many are great at doing both? Right. And that's where you have to really, whether that's a, a jeweler, whether that's a car salesman, whether that's a, uh, you know, you make fresh meals for people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're the best chef in the world, but you don't know how to run a business and no one can get your food, guess what? It really doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, now, a lot of that's through trial and error, and mm-hmm. you learn through experience, and you learn, and you learn by doing. But a couple things is like always factor those costs in up front, even if you don't know. Because when I had a conversation with Bill, he was just basically like, "I'm like, oh, bro, it's great. Like, it's I paid for all this equipment, and you know, I'm not, I'm not in the red, and this, that, and the other." He goes, "Okay, well, how much are you paying yourself?" Mm. And I'm like, good question. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, I can pay myself. Like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. He got, like basically he's like, I'm not making barbells for free. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not making I'm not making and selling barbells at cost. Yeah. Because I'm not gonna make I'm, a little bit of money. I'm too, never gonna. This is my livelihood. I'm never gonna get anywhere. Yeah. Doing that. So he was basically like, where? What do you think you're worth? Okay. So, or what? You know, what kind of income? Do you need to support yourself, your family, whatever, you know, and be realistic. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I think I'm worth $500,000 a year. Well, okay, well, there's not that many people yeah. that do that. So, you know, 100000 if you think you're going to do, um, if you're worth, I'm going to do this math. So, if I think I'm worth $100,000 a year, okay, so... There's, I believe there's 2,080 labor hours in a 52 hour or in a 52 week year. That's 52, 52 times 40. Yeah, 2080. Okay. So in a year, on a 40 hour work week, you're going to work a total of 2,080 hours. So if we take 100,000, divide that by 2080. You know, you're right at over just $48 an hour. Okay? So if you work eight hours a day, Carly, that's about what we agreed to for you, right? Eight? Yeah. 48 hours or 48? Uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty close. If that's the case, <laughs> we got to talk after, after um, we shut down recording. So if I would go back to that five classes a week and then throw in my four, let's just round up, say it's $50 an hour. Yeah. Can now how many people do I need at five dollars an hour? 
to pay myself along yeah. with everything else. Oh, yeah, in addition to... You know what I'm saying? So, that's the kind of stuff you... you uh, at least need to have in the, in the nuts and bolts of, of your think, business plan. I think it's kind of hard, especially at the beginning, because you're just so excited that you don't even think about the pay yourself part. Like, love I love like what I'm doing, and it's so exciting and so fun. I don't care if I get paid because I'm enjoying it. Right, absolutely. And then you don't take into the account that it's going to be your days and your nights, and you'll always love it and have a spot for it in your heart, but you're going to need to see some return, like financially right and, and that's not to say like you can't open your doors and accept and expect to be profitable right day one day. yeah right. so you know most businesses aren't it's going to take if you've done your math which i suck at math right um but finally i had to get my shit together and yeah. figure it out like if you do your math like okay well if i go back to that five classes a week at five dollars an example I will be profitable in four months, six months, eight months, mm -hmm. whatever. So I just know I got to grind this some bitch out. Which I think that's a good point too, because we did that with third and court. Like we were like, I mean, what if nobody buys a shirt? Yeah. yeah. You know, and we had to sit down and be like, okay, we're not going to accept and you know income from this until we get to X Y Z, and however many months that takes is however many months it takes. So. So don't like. Know that stuff. If you just think about it, mm -hmm. and, and it goes back to what's the mission of that of that part time gym? Is it like, if my ultimate uh, risk acceptance failure criteria was, if this just goes completely to shit, I'm on the hook for a six month lease, mm -hmm. um, and I went ahead and purchased eight thousand dollars in equipment. So if it just all completely goes tits up. I'm going to have the sweetest home gym <laughs> yeah. for the rest of my life. Yeah. And guess what? If you actually calculate out a 30 years of a gym membership, it's going to pay like that. Okay. I was like, all right, yeah. well, screw it. Now, the other thing is I can rationalize anything. I was going to say, like, you can justify anything in your own mind. Um, so it's all about understanding the math. And you have to understand that, you know, Monica didn't get paid for three years. I never, I, every, you have to go into, this is my opinion, you have to go into it with every red cent that you make, it's going right back into the gym. Mm -hmm. Until you're able to, you know, break away from your current job mm -hmm. and go on it full time. Because the other thing is, don't go into debt. Don't, don't, fit, you know. That's, that's going to be shocking to people to hear. Because they think... Loan. Which, that's what's wrong with... Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, like, I think that people are going to be shocked to hear that that don't go into debt. I, I mean... That's everybody's first inkling. Like, I got to go to the bank so I can get a business loan. Now, there's, a, there's times for that. But don't go into debt if you don't need to. And right. how do you not need to? You fucking work 18 hours a day. Right. You work eight hours at a full-time job, scrolling away, saving money, and you work another eight hours at your part-time side hustle, mm -hmm. saving away money. Everything goes back into it. And like uh, Gary Vaynerchuk says, it, he's like, if you want to live in the clouds, you have to be willing to eat shit mm -hmm. for two, four, six years. Like, complete blinders on. 
potentially your relationships suffer from it. Right. You don't see your homies from high school mm-hmm. for, you know, several years because they're all like having barbecues and kicking it on the weekends, but you got to open up your gym every Saturday morning because mm-hmm. you're the only dude there, let's say. Like, you got to be, be complete ready. blinders on. Put that time in and put that effort in. And when the five years comes, mm-hmm. you're able to break away. And then, you know, you have the freedom because you're you're financially sound and you've built your business. And now you have the systems and operations and blah, 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 every place. But you know what? If you're not willing to do that, that's a good litmus test. Yeah. If you're not willing to do that for a year, maybe it's not for you. Right. Maybe, you know, there's there's reasons there's owners and there's reasons they're employees. Right. Like, it's 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 a it's suited for different types of personalities. So that's a very long winded <laughs> response, but you know, being that this is in my wheelhouse, yeah. um, that would be my, my biggest kinda kinda piece of advice. You guys have uh, anything you'd like to throw in there? What would you do if you could go back? Seeing all the lessons and um Um, I think I think uh, part of one one aspect of it that I've you know especially with third and court uh, was, is how much of advertising uh, is important in a business and that is something that we didn't do at all um, with the gym with the gym yeah. we were we anti yeah we, oh yeah we've talked about yeah, yeah we were you know we did not it was always word of mouth and you know we don't want anybody just from off the streets we're just because again, we weren't that mentality in a business mentality. We're just on the we're a cool cult, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which you know, and that's what we you know that's what we were. And you know, I think if you're trying to grow a business, you have to put yourself out there, um, and show what you're about. And but I mean, how um, many years ago was that too? Well, I mean, the dark ages. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Yeah, twenty ten. Twenty ten. So, so you yeah. know, I was out there. Yeah. And but we just you know we were busy with with other things and um but if i i think you know and i think having a system in place mm-hmm. um in terms of like he was mentioning before with attendance and payroll and you know co- how to collect money and not you know having a, a good system in place is, is it was because we were always like every month he would come up with an idea well what if we try this mm-hmm. and so i was just getting accustomed to this is how we're going to do something and he would come up with something else and mm-hmm. i would have to and, and it would work, and sometimes it didn't work, and we'd go back to the old days. So it, yeah. it was always, you know, so f- finding a system that that works. Remember um, when, a couple of months ago, when we were cleaning out the office here and we found your guys' old sign-in sheets? Oh, yeah. I couldn't believe. Yeah, and it was so, you know, and sheets. Buy, buy now ten two, session packages. Yeah, now yeah. we've got two screen TVs with a digital oh, sign-in. yeah, and like, yeah. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord, yeah. And everything was, you know, in cash and, you yeah. know, or checks. And then we had to, you know, be going constantly to the bank. And, I mean, it was, you know, it was... It was the grind. I, yeah, it was. Those were the grind days. And we it, we could have made our lives so much easier <laughs> if we only knew about such right. a thing as Waterfly or yeah. anything similar to that. So, um, you know, just having us researching what's out there and making sure that you have a system that actually that works um, so there minimizes your, or you can put your focus into other things mm-hmm. uh, to grow a business. I think it's is you know is important. And then I think another thing too, and I think it is also um, you know 
finding people, like finding, for example, he would, Dale is awful as, as, as manager. He, <laughs> he has no, he cannot manage anything. He has, he has great ideas. He, like his brain is, it's, he's a genius some days. And I hate to say this oh out loud. Oh my gosh, break right that right? down. I'm breaking Damn, it down right I don't know. So actually led with a negative first. Yeah, <laughs> I really did. Because it takes me, it takes me a lot to say that. However, there are days that I was like, man, this guy, I swear. But then he looks at you and it's like, okay, make it happen. And it's just like, you know. So don't be afraid so, to delegate. Yeah, don't be afraid to ha- find, find people, you know, see the, the, you know, see the potential in that person. See the qualities on that person. Okay, that person would be good at this. Mm-hmm. That per- you know, you have to find, you have to have the vision for, uh, to find, you know, this person can be, you know, in charge of my, my payroll. This right. person can be in charge of, um, because in that way, again, it takes off. You know, of your shoulders and things that you, a place you can concentrate on other things. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, then yet you have a person in place that you trust that you know will take care of it and, you know, and then you set. Yeah. So. Yeah, and we kind of talked about that in the last uh, couple episodes ago about when we met with third in court, just sitting down with, with your staff and being like, okay, what are you good at? What am I good at? And we all kind of did that with our, and established our roles in the business. So there was just no surprises. And, not everything falls on one person's shoulders, and I think that's I think that's super super important, especially as you're getting to know the people that you're working with. Yeah, don't well, be don't be afraid to, to you know to share the responsibility mm-hmm. to to just you know I remember days where I had to, to just tell him, hey, like like let, let me do let it. me do yeah. this, you know, let your like calm down here because I did. I also had a full time job. I was a teacher right. um, at the time, but my job it was from seven to, to three, you know. So I, he, I had a little bit more time, and he went out of town a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so for work and, for work and stuff, yeah. yeah, he was, you know, it was just a time to let me at least. Well, it, was, it was at least a week a month. It was a week out of the month. Oh, so wow. yeah, so then when he was gone. You know, I had to 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 get that responsibility so we could keep the gym going. And um, and it's like, listen, I, like you keep doing all this, I'll never learn. You know, I'll never. You've got to. Right. You know, he's a control freak, and it's like you got to let that. And I'm sure I had to prove myself as well. Say, hey, mm-hmm. like you can trust you can, me. Like, trust me, and this is going to. I'll run. be here every day. Yeah. The doors will be open. Right. Yeah. That kind of stuff, you know. And I understand that too. But uh, yeah, just having people in the right place um, to to make things happen as well. And just grow it. I said, don't go into debt because don't go to debt so you can grow. You grow your business as you go. Mm-hmm. Grow as you go. Yeah, yep. and, and like, yeah, it would have been cool to have Wattify and two flat screens from the beginning. Right. But guess who wasn't going to pay a thousand dollars? Like to me at the time. Now, granted, I'm notoriously a, a tight ass when yeah, it comes you, to yeah, like uh, I'm sure that yeah, that needs to be part of your budget, no doubt. But yeah. like, so like, no, I'm not spending a thousand dollars for some fancy ass, you know, flat screens. We have freaking uh, pen and paper. We yeah. can like track like, all this no, shit. Like, like, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't uh, do that. I like you can't afford. But at the time, like, I didn't even know if. I would get a thousand dollars in revenue that month. Right. Well, so it didn't make sense you, at the time. Right. Once and, you build, and that's a, like don't go into debt right. to get all well, this stuff from and, the get go. And that, that's a very good point. But let's not wait four years. 
the get water fi yeah. you know what i mean that was, right. yeah that because that's what we did you know we could have we could have afforded water fi to you know, the year two yeah <laughs> you know what i mean that's what i'm saying like it, it's yes if it's important to start small and especially because i think you know starting big especially when you're trying to, to you just starting and you manage something big it's mm-hmm. just like it could be very overwhelming so yeah starting small is probably a good idea but don't wait right you know make your life easier as you're able to to afford it and i think um, it's really hard too because those are things that you want because those are things that you see other gyms doing mm-hmm. You know, you see other businesses like, okay, for example, Third and Court, we look to homage a lot. And it's like, well, you know, we could do this and we can get this shirt idea and and reach out to this city and see blah, 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 blah. And same with the gym. It's like, well, they run 15 programs a day and and all these different classes and blah, blah, blah. It's like you got to just take it step by step. It's putting, it's it's just like any lesson in life. It's just putting anything in life. It's putting your, you know, your needs versus your wants Mm -hmm. and putting everything into perspective and then then going from there. So um, is it really necessary? Yes. Is it, you know, a, a, a whatever barbell, most expensive barbell, is that really necessary? No, let's start with, you know, cheaper barbells until we're able to upgrade them. Like, yeah. You know, making those those choices um, to where your your budget is, is well-managed and you're mm-hmm. able to uh, grow at a steady pace uh, right. and be successful. You know, I think a, a final good example of that, and we'll, we'll wrap it up, is like um, we recently just brought Carly on and, you know, from she will be performing work for third and court as far as mm-hmm. like basically managing the front office and the front desk. So uh, anybody that comes in off the street, whether they're wanting to buy a t-shirt or something, from, something from doc Spartan, um, or she's, something from PSKC, right, she's yeah. going to be the one that, that handles that. And now she's making our lives a lot. We would have from day one, we would have been like, there's no, no way in hell we're going to hire somebody when there's three of us here to do that. Right. But grow as you go. Right. So now you hire somebody that, um, in order to basically ensure that the customers are happy and they're getting what they want and people can come here and, and, uh, and buy stuff from us. So that's just a, a, a solid example of that. Great question, and it and great answers, Dale. Wow, is this two compliments? Oh crap! I I guess I can edit. I have the power to edit mine out, but I'm going to leave Mo's on the record. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. I appreciate that. Awesome. I don't because you know, let's face, it, I don't get compliments at all whatsoever from him. So oh. like. Uh, that's you know what? This is the world's smallest violin playing oh, right now. <laughs> Guilt trip. No, not really. I'm fine. And uh, so, if oh yes, um, oh, Tim Glockner. I knew it. I was just getting ready to try. Wait, where is he at? Where's he Tim at? Tim Glockner. So he's actually he just came back from the beach. Oh man. So I'm uh, sure he listeners, had a time. he needs some recovery. He's word on the street is he's working out. The uh, just like Return of the Jedi, he'll be back, Uncle Timmy. Uh, I believe him when I see it. Uncle Timmy's <laughs> so, coming back. Tim, I'll be uh, I'll be listening for and you. And I and I was about ready to sign off too, Tim, before he could pull out the Longenberger basket comments again. But there's a sale. There's a sale. <laughs> they're all on sale. I think they're I think they're not oh, worth anything anymore. Actually, God. so get them for free. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, like we always say, um, if you like what you're listening to, 
And um, you want to check out some of our other businesses. We do run some offers with Third and Core. You can get a 10% off on your online purchase if you punch in the code podcast in uh, on your order. Same goes for Doc Spartan. And also with uh, Glockner, at any Glock- Glockner dealership, if you mention Glock and Doc, you will get 250 off. 250 of- right off the top. Right off the top. Right at the bottom line <laughs> of any car that they have currently on their lot. Or mention Longaburger Basket. <laughs> and then they you. might look at you and be like, what? Um, and then you get a free free first personal training session here at, yes. at uh, the gym. So, And you never know. You might just end up with the, the Dale, Dale Dale King. Dale El Rey. Hey, good luck with that. (laughs) And on that note, thank you guys. See you next week. Don't need no spotlight to shine on me. What I got, I didn't get for free. I broke my back and skinned my.